0: welcome to couch buddies i'm kia i'm michelle and we're going with a like a good like a decent rom-com staple today yep we're you know like a good like middle of the road rom-com well a king and a queen of of rom-coms in their own right this is true joining forces this is true uh we're going with two weeks notice today Now, Two Weeks Notice was made in 2002. Yeah. I had forgotten that. Yeah. It stars
1: Sandra Bullock and Hugh Grant. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It also has Heather Burns, which we've already watched a movie with Heather Burns. uh, Because she was in You've Got Mail. But she also was previously, before this, in Miss Congeniality. (laughs) And will be in Miss Congeniality too. a few years after this is made. Mm -hmm. I really, really love her and Sandra Bullock together. So that's great. Yeah. It has a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 41%. Better than I thought, I was like, <laughs> be perfectly, fair. to be perfectly honest. Uh, an IMDb of 6.1 out of 10. Yeah. About what so, I expected, yeah. Yeah, I, I am going to do something you do a lot, and I'm going to tell you the story of I saw this movie, because it's really funny. Okay. So I looked up the dates to make sure I was right. Mm-hmm. Um, the movie Made in Manhattan came out exactly seven days before this movie. <laughs> okay. And it was December of 2002. Right. So I was 16 years old. And I had two best friends who lived about a half hour away from me. And my mom, I think we was going to go Christmas shopping. I don't remember if it was a Saturday or Sunday, but for some reason, my friends and I decided we want to see this movie. So my mom drive, drives me to the nearest town, which is 30 minutes mm-hmm. for me. They lived in town, but so mom drives me to town and she goes and sees made in Manhattan with us. And then while after we finished it, we were like, you know, Two Weeks Notice is playing 2. We don't have anything else to do this afternoon. And that would put us done by like 4.30. So is it okay if we just watch, the, watch Two Weeks Notice? And my mom's like, yeah, sure, I'll pick you up afterwards. Yeah. Which I don't know why I didn't drive myself. I had a car, but whatever. So we went and saw Two Weeks Notice immediately afterwards. My mom did not like Maiden Manhattan at all.
0: I can see that.
1: But she adores Sandra Bullock. So we got out of that movie and I was like yeah Mom, you probably would have really liked the second one. You probably should have come to that one instead. <laughs> right. But I still remember that completely like getting in the car mm-hmm. after after seeing that movie and getting in. I think it was the purple SUV my parents had. oh wow, <laughs> it's a long time ago. but yeah and and that was and we rented it I think when it came out and Mom did mostly like it. but yeah, it's just one of those things where I was like, I saw made in Manhattan and this. And I remember this being the superior movie, so now I kind of want to rewatch Made in Manhattan.
0: <laughs> like we've talked about it because we because we have we have the wedding planner on our list, yes. And so we had talked about like, well, we'll just do sort of like a J Lo sweep. Yeah, we'll have um, to at some point. Yeah. I just don't own Made in Manhattan. Yeah, I I don't even, because it's got. I mean, looking back,
1: it's got is it isn't it Ray Fiennes in it as the because. Yeah, it's Ray Fines. Yeah, Ray
0: Fines. Sorry, then, I was getting my fines
1: mixed up for I was a just, second. <laughs> I always have to think. Yeah, I always have to think between the fines. But yeah, it's got Ray Fines in it, and it has Tyler Posey, who is now Teen Wolf mm-hmm. fame. And the And J Lo, of course. Well well,
0: and the late Natasha Richardson. Yes. Yes. She She's great in it. She is she's the thing that I like about that movie. And that's fair. And the also dearly departed Bob Hoskins. Yes. Oh, I yes. bloody love that man. But yeah, so it's a really weird, like,
1: I cannot see Two Weeks Notice without throwing back to make Manhattan oh. as well. Oh, I Because I, that. I saw yeah. them in the same day within, like, half hour of each other. Oh,
0: yeah. In the same movie theater. The, this one, I think we just rented it. Like, I think it was mm-hmm. something that I, that I just, I rented at some point. Um, it was like, I definitely don't remember going to see it yeah. in the theaters. But... I remembered liking it a lot more than I did this time around. Agreed. Um, there, there was definitely some, there was definitely some awkwardness that I'm, that now I'm like, it hasn't aged well for me. <laughs> Most um, of it
1: worked really well for me on, on a surface level. Yeah. There was just more. I was like, oh, okay, this is, this is a fine, this, this is I, fine.
0: I want to, I want to ask you about this. We we've agreed, like as you mentioned, Sandra Bullock, Hugh Grant, the king and queen of like of rom-coms. Yes. Did it feel to you, because it felt to me this way watching the movie, is that she's really great and he is really great. The combination doesn't necessarily like it depends on the scene. <sighs> there are yeah. certain scenes, I agree with
1: you, but there are certain scenes okay, where their banter is just like it's out of the park what good. it felt
0: for me it felt more like companionable than actual like relationship yeah yeah there, than actual there, like romantic there was a heat yeah. missing yeah yes
1: Th- there are sort of I, and we can talk about that with the movie but yeah i actually have reasons why i'm okay with that yeah like i have not not just headcanon but the way that i think he
0: works as a person right no it just that for me for i me. just remembered it I guess I just went into remembering the movie yeah. differently, and yeah. so this time I was like, "Okay, that's not." I, how I remembered I remember
1: it, it differently <laughs> because I thought she was his assistant. I did not remember that oh, she was a lawyer. No, no, no. I remembered no, her no, being no. his oh, assistant. No,
0: no, 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 no. Sandy Bullock ain't nobody's assistant. <laughs> well, that's true.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is hers, as we already yes, discussed. Exactly.
0: <laughs> but, um, but
1: yeah, and like the, thinking about like this compared to like the proposal, which we've already talked about. The proposal is the vastly superior movie.
0: The the proposal I will hold up is, like, one of, like, the high bars of rom com. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And this, like, we'll get to it when we get the end
1: later, but this is a middle of the road. Like, there's not... Okay, they set up the moment. I'm going to jump ahead a little bit yeah. to the end of the movie. They set up the Julia Roberts walking into the bookstore <laughs> moment. Yeah. And then it was just kind of like, okay. Yeah. Like, that's fine. I just didn't... It, it, did, it doesn't grab you the same way. Right. That Sandra Bullock tell, I'm just a girl saying for a boy, asking. It, that, yeah, that line it, is so good. And in this one, you don't get, you get a little bit of it, but I never felt the same, like, just love her. Like, <laughs>
0: right.
1: Just love him moment that I yeah. get in Notting Hill. Right. And and that may have something to do with with. I love Hugh Grant, but Hugh Grant does not always play the humbled man very, very well. This is, this is very true. So the end of the movie is hard, yeah. Because I mean, granted, what he says later makes at the end of it makes sense, but the end, of, the part where he's coming to her in this humble legal aid office mm-hmm. is difficult for me, <laughs> just
0: because yeah. I, I have trouble
1: buying it from him.
0: Right. Well, and it's and it yeah, and it feels like to me, it feels like it's supposed to be more like. Instead of um, instead of the Notting Hill Julia Ro- Julia Roberts movie from Notting Hill, it feels like it's supposed to be more like the like the moment at the end of Pretty Woman, where we have the where we have the rich guy sweeping into to the humble setting. See, my other but, thought, but yeah, <laughs> my other weird
1: thought with the ending is they made this really oddly like the ending on the street, oddly parallel to Four in and a Funeral or Four Yeah, Four Weddings Weddings and a, and a Funeral, funeral? yeah. Which doesn't seem to be when, a good idea because I, if I remember that movie correctly, that one's really good. I have to rewatch it. It at has some been point. a very, very like,
0: at least fifteen
1: years since of, I've seen that movie. The end but... of that movie, he like runs out of his own wedding and yes. and finds her on the street. Yes, yes. yes. And he's yes. like, "Let's not get married." Basically, yeah,
0: exactly. It's a really
1: cute ending. And don't get me wrong, Bobcat Pretzel is really funny. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's just
1: it just doesn't click the same way. Well yeah, me. it
0: doesn't. Yeah. I tend to like skip over like that whole thing there with them on the sidewalk and just immediately like my brain skips ahead to them in her parents' apartment. That part I like. That, like to me, that is the ending. Like that's, that's the ending of the movie. But oh, mentioning her, mentioning her parents, I just, I have to say her parents played by the wonderful Dana mm-hmm. Ivey and Robert Klein. Yeah, they're great. Which I have, I gushed about Robert Klein on our How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days episode. Yes. He's one of my favorite things about that movie. <laughs> um, and in the, like... This is better than that
1: movie, for sure. Yes,
0: it, it is. People have a
1: lot more substance <laughs> in this movie.
0: Yeah. And he's, he's not in the movie very much, Uh, but, uh, it was Heather Burns, her character, Meryl, Uh the, and Tom Tom who proposed to her. I kept thinking, it was like, there's some, like something, like there was something sounding familiar Uh about him and I couldn't quite place it. But I do this all the time. I'm always thinking, <laughs> mm-hmm. you watch movies with me, you yeah. know I do this shit. Josh and I were watching something yesterday and did that to each other. We were oh, yeah.
1: like, how do we know this person?
0: But I was busy, like, I was focused on, like, taking notes. And because he's only in, like, 30 seconds of the movie, yeah. I didn't pay attention, didn't pay attention to him all that much, but I just kept, like, there was something just niggling. And I was like, I know this guy. I know that I know this guy. And then finally, like the end credits roll. And I saw his name and I was like, Oh my God, that's why it's Jonathan Dogachitz who, who is everybody else would know him as the, the singing voice of Dimitri from Anastasia. Anastasia. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, Yes. That's what everybody else knows him from. I know him because of a benefit concert he did of the musical Chess. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that is my favorite musical of all time. So, um,. But yeah, when, when I saw his name, I was like, ah, oh, that's why. And I just found it funny because also in this podcast, we've covered the woman who was the singing voice of Anastasia, mm-hmm. Liz Calloway and yes. The Swan Princess. That's true, we did. And so now we have the singing voice of Dimitri. Let's just throw Kelsey Graham and Bernadette Peters in here somewhere. John Cleese. John, John Cleese. <laughs> anyway, uh, just for fun. The oh, movie. by the way, yeah, I haven't given the synopsis because, because we, we, were off, we were off and running. If you haven't seen it... The, this is the, the brief synopsis from, from IMDb is uh, a lawyer decides that she's used too much like a nanny by her boss, so she walks out on him. Now, I have a question for you about this movie. <clears throat> Hold on. Pause that for a second, because I, I was going to add, I like the tagline of this movie better than I like the summary of the movie, which the tagline is over, done, finished. A comedy about love at last glance that's fair yeah <laughs> that's that's pretty fair
1: yeah yeah so anyway i'm sorry i interrupted oh no you. you're fine uh <clears throat> i was my question how long did she actually work for him a year a year yeah it didn't seem like more than a year but at the same time man he's clingy <laughs> oh yeah like quickly clingy and i, I mean i know that's part of that's partially supposed to be because he immediately values this woman and wants everything in his life to be a like yeah he wants her ap- approval for everything yeah but yeah, there's something a little odd about how quickly. Oh, he just full on gloms on. She her. makes the decision about the envelopes, and she is his like that's Yeah, it. like because she she sees things in a way no one else
0: does. Exactly, and I love that. because she's not because she's atypical from all of the other women yeah. that he hires. Yeah. The, like, I can't, I think it's, I think it's his brother Howard at one yeah. point mentioned he's like, you know, whatever model slash lawyer you've hired
1: this week. It's Like, like when they finally start talking in the, early on in the movie and Howard's like, you got to hire a new lawyer, make sure she's from a place in America, like, and not an online university. Yeah. Like, and you know, somewhere like Yale or Columbia, you know, Anyway, the movie opens with something I love, which is the mix of real and <laughs> fake baby pictures to show how they both grew up so differently. But the worst one, the most egregious thing in there is the photoshop you 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 Grant head next to Nixon. Like it's that's so photoshopped it's bad. Cuz there are some that are definitely real photos. Yeah. But this one was very much it not It was
0: 2002 photoshop. So yeah. yeah, it was so bad. So bad. Yeah. But anyway, it just I, I made tend me laugh. to just like not even like really pay attention to those for whatever reason they don't like I like seeing See, people when they were kids. It's a thing for me. I'm like, oh, that's so they, cute. I mean, for whatever reason, stuff like that, It. Just, I saw it, but it, my brain didn't actually register it. So when he said the picture of him and Nixon, I'm like, what? Oh, yeah, that was a thing. It's we'll the opening <laughs> title sequence. Yeah.
1: Which movies don't really do anymore in the same no, way. No, not really.
0: And. That- I'm trying to think of when that kind of phased out. Was, I don't know. It, it was around then. It wasn't too much after it, that. Yeah, it was definitely early to mid two thousands. Yeah, that, and so that phased out. So
1: that part is fun. Like it, it's mm-hmm. funny. It's a good way to introduce you to the characters, though. She has grown up protesting and like flower child. He's grown up very wealthy, very connected. Mm-hmm. Like him with the little cars with the little boy. I remember that picture. But yeah, so he's grown up very wealthy, and she's grown up. Very flower child, very, mm-hmm. very yeah, protest heavy, very rights heavy. Because we find out her dad worked for Martin Luther King Jr.
0: Yeah, and her uh,
1: mother was a law professor. Yeah, so so we know it, those pictures at least give you a starting point, mm-hmm. and then we jump into her immediately protesting a demolition of a building.
0: <laughs> yeah, with, like a land, like a like quote unquote like landmark theater with
1: Marilyn Tom. Yes, and like that part is really funny. It's very Sandra Bullock funny. Like yeah. Honestly, her and and Heather are so good together. They really are. They feed off each other so well. Like, for Miss Congeniality, is one of my favorite things in Miss Congeniality is their friendship. Oh,
0: absolutely.
1: And so even though she's only in a very little bit of this movie, yeah. it's so fantastic. Like, the way that they feed off, like, like mm-hmm. you buy it completely. Oh, absolutely. That they are best friends.
0: Oh, and, yeah, totally. You get it.
1: Yeah, and so they get arrested. Like Tom <laughs> proposes in the middle of the protest. Yeah, they get arrested. Like, the, yeah, all that that happens Lucy, all in like, the first few minutes. Yeah, and then, like, Lucy's parents bail them, them out. out. But I love that Lucy had wet naps, because she was so prepared. She, oh, yeah. she knew they were going to get arrested. This was a thing that was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. So here are your wet naps. Oh, I'm so glad for you guys.
0: And then, <laughs> but then mom like, and dad. Yeah, like, they, they have come prepared with, like, with yoga mats, and she essentially has, like, a protest kit yeah. that's got like protective goggles and the wet naps and hand sanitizer and just, you know, all these various she prepared. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like this is a way of life for she her. She was raised into this. Oh, yeah, she knows absolutely. how to do
1: it. So yeah, her parents bail her out and then try to get her to come home. And she's like, no, I just kind of want to go home, be on my own. Yeah. And that's when we hear the first message from Ansel, the boyfriend that never mm-hmm. appears. Yeah. He's in Greenpeace. <laughs> yeah. And it um, doesn't have like never comes home. Yeah. He's
0: not going to be able to make it home for her birthday. Um, I do want to point out, while, when her parents are, are bailing, are bailing, when they're bailing everybody out, we we get we get the setup for for what's going to happen, and that um, her mom mentions, like, Lucy is saying, oh, well, did they tear down the building? And everyone says, yeah, and Lucy says, like, oh, well, there's just no reasoning with some people, and her mom says, Wade Corporation is not people. It's a heartless profit machine, and it's getting worse all the time. Mm-hmm. So just to tell you, like where we're going to be going. Well, and and at that point, she also has been told
1: about the the community community center. center. Yeah, that what they're going to tear down the community center in town. Yeah, in on uh, in Coney Island, which is Mm. where she grew up. It's where she spent her whole childhood. Like she talks about it later. That she she has done all these things there. Mm -hmm. She spent her childhood there, and that's she doesn't want that to be torn down. Yeah. Uh. So then we flash to. We see her <laughs> researching.
0: Yeah. And huh. she,
1: like, opens a Forbes magazine kind of thing. and Yeah. And we, Grant.
0: we also have the running gag of the Chinese food order. Yeah. Of Mr. Col- Wong. Her calling Mr. Wong. Which, by the way, also names Lucy yes. in While You're Sleeping. While you're- and she talks about Mr. Mr. Wong Wong's at one point. I yeah. remember that vividly. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, but the, the running gag of the Chinese food order is calling Mr. Wong is you know, oh I'll take a number seventeen, two number sixes. Mm-hmm. You know, we never find out like what she's actually ordering. It's just numbers from the menu. But you see a lot of food on a table. Yeah. Later. There are, there are at least like two very hefty bags full of Chinese food. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's always the you know, there's always a pause and like, no, just for one, yeah, so having to repeatedly point out to Mr. Wong that no, she's going to be dining alone, yeah, and she we also find out later in the movie she eats when she gets tense and nervous yes. about something,
1: so the more she's ordering Mr. Wong's, the more tense she is about girl, I feel you about whatever's
0: going on, yeah, <laughs> that is me. I have a drawer in my desk at work where I have candy. And pop tarts and tea like that. and all kinds of crap, so that when <laughs> so that when I need to stress eat, it's there. So that that is the most relatable thing about Lucy to <laughs> me in this movie. <laughs> uh, so then we kind of go over to meet George Wade. Now that we've seen
1: how Lucy yes. lives in her little bitty apartment, we're going to George Wade, who is at a swanky. He's schmoozing. Yeah, he's at a, he's at a party mm-hmm. and he's schmoozing, and he gets sent to his brothers almost immediately. Mm-hmm.
0: It it sets up the fact that George is essentially he's not the brains behind Wade he's Corporation. Face, yeah. yeah, he's he's the he's the
1: poster boy. Yeah. And that's where Howard tells him he already fired the lawyer that failed yeah. to get the permits in on time. You need to hire another one, and it needs to be someone from an actual prestigious college. Yes. So I wrote down that the thing about George is he has super high charisma. Oh yeah. He is the most charismatic person in this movie. And granted that's Hugh Grant. Grant. Like, that's very Hugh Grant to be that... He plays good at being awkward and not charismatic and other things, like Notting Hill, which you've already mentioned. But even in, then, he, he has... he I, has, he's, he's more shy in Notting Hill. Yeah. This, he <laughs> turns that charisma up to 12. Yes. Like,
0: not just 11, 12. Yeah, it's... He gets by on on his looks and charm. Yeah, very much. So. He has spent his whole life doing that. Yeah, absolutely. Because and it's something that a, a, another theme through this movie is expectations. Mm-hmm. And so nobody has any expectations of him. He doesn't have mm-hmm. any expectations of himself. So he goes through life like he he coasts through life, just like getting by with everything on the skin of his teeth and his his charm. Mm-hmm. So so.
1: We see that he's being told to do this. Then we see the next morning he's interviewing. Like, he's doing a walk and talk interview, essentially. He's walking to a car <laughs> yeah. while finishing out an interview. And, and while that's happening, Lucy is, like, barreling up oh, to she, him. Oh,
0: she's full on accosting.
1: She's yeah. on a mission because she is going to save this community center. That is her goal. Mm-hmm. So she... <laughs> he's totally distracted by the interview he just finished. Do you think Santor has a... Yeah, do think has a law school... No. Well, if you're a part of the Sandra. Yeah. it is. And she's like, uh, no, now here's the thing. And so she gives him, she's like, you can have the inside track on this thing. If you are willing on this Coney Island tower, if you are willing to save our community center, you know, Trump has done it. Cause at this time, Trump was just a real estate
0: magnet. Uh, and then the, this, this this movie gets like de- yeah like demoted points for me. He's the, he's no, about he's I to- the villain. No, no, I totally understand because like it's 2002. If you're making a movie about real estate in New York, yeah, like in that time, of course you have to mention yeah like Trump was still well, Howard lived in his house. Like yes. that the house that we see is yes. one of his many was yes. one of his many homes. Like. Does not change the fact I have never liked that man. It's true. So, it's true. So now, like, you will not hear me actually say his name because <laughs> I have taken to referring to him the Greg Proops way, which is Orange Julius Caesar, Sweet Potato Stalin, Oompa Loompa Oligarch. Like, <laughs> like I just I can't. So like, when just the mention of his name, and I just started like
1: growling. <laughs> So Lucy is, is telling him all this stuff, and he's like, "Why are you coming to me with this?" Yeah,
0: she like like I was saying, she full on accosts him. Yeah, like, and, it's
1: a full court press. Yeah, and that's when you find out that one of the, the other the, the twins or brothers, not twins, the brother group that he that they're against has a restraining order out on her because she hit him in the head with a with a protest <laughs> sign.
0: Or or is or she says it like no, they just happened to be, they happen to walk under a sign that I was waving. Yeah, and Trump won't meet with her. So. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Just the um, growl. Do <laughs> <to> what? <laughs> just the growl. Just, yeah. Um, but I do love during this, exchange, like while she's talking to him, like he finally realizes who she is. Yeah. And he goes, wait, you're Kelson, the attorney who lies in front of our wrecking balls. Yep. And that's why like she, she presents the deal to him of like, if you can guarantee the preservation of the community center, I can guarantee you the build yeah. for Island Towers. I can give you the inside track on it. Yes. And he's
1: like, Okay. Sounds great, but here's where we're going to go with that. He has her get in the car with him. He goes, I have a different proposal. Yeah. And she's like, I'm not having sex with you. That's not happening. Nope, just nope. He's like, uh, well, I mean, sex would be fine, but actually, right. I need a lawyer.
0: Yeah. Well, bef- a, an important plot, or not, eh, semi-important plot yeah. point of while, like, trying to get into the car, like, he's, somebody needs him to give a quote mm-hmm. for for some article for, like, for a magazine. Yeah. and And so he's like basically Lucy is finishing sentences for him or like she, she's she, talking about the community, she's center. About the community yeah. center and he's taking her words and using it to describe yeah. the architecture of a school or and, just buildings, or in just building yeah. in general. And, and so like they, they basically end up, it's, it's a dual written quote basically. Yeah. Um, and that, that comes into play later when, with the arrival of June, oh, June, anyway, so yes, I, I love should, Alicia Witt, but
1: yeah. oh, June, but so he has, you know, he has Lucy get in the car with him. And they start talking, and he, that's when the whole sex thing comes up, and he's like, well, sex would be lovely, but that's not, mm-hmm. I need a lawyer who's actually good at her job, basically. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, he tells her that, like, if you if you take the job, I promise to save your community center, and, and tells her, like, you can direct all of our pro bono efforts, like, you'll mm-hmm. have millions of charity dollars at your disposal. And I'll start you at $250,000 a year. Yeah. And then he gets out of the car. And he gives her his card, he goes, but I
1: need an answer really, really soon. So he gives her his card, he goes, this is my direct line at the Grand. You live at a hotel? Well, I I own it, so I live on the top floor, yeah. Yeah. And so that's when he gets out of the car, and she's just like stairs for a second like and then the the, i love the chauffeur and he leans in he goes i also get a really good christmas bonus yeah (laughs) and so so you have this and she goes to her parents with it because she goes to her parents with everything like her parents are her best friends yeah i mom is highly disapproving of her working for for george wade highly disapproving mm-hmm. dad's like oh we could use the bail money yeah so i mean dad's dad understands dad's, the practicality. More, dad's more of a realist yeah. mom is an idealist yeah dad understands the practicality of hey this is actually millions of dollars that she can direct and do what she wants with yes. and save things she wants like, to save for, but mom is
0: mom is a mom is a pit bull mm-hmm. and like i was saying mom is a very rigid idealist yes she has she has it in her head like this is how the world should be and I'm not going to budge when it isn't. Yeah. And, and I think it's interesting
1: when you find out that her mother is a law professor but her yes. dad is the one who worked for Martin Luther King Jr. Yes. Because it shows you that... Doing what he did for civil rights, and he never gave up on any of his ideals. Mm-hmm. But he understood the practical side of yes, them. absolutely. And I think that's a really interesting like they're a really interesting couple when it's, you look at it's that.
0: It's a it's a fascinating dynamic. Yeah,
1: there's been um, a lot of push and pull with the two of them. Yeah, that goes on behind the
0: scenes. Yes, absolutely. And Cause while and you this is happening, see, and you can see yeah. how it informs how like you how it informs how Lucy is as a, as an yeah. attorney.
1: Yeah, and who Lucy is as a person. Yeah. Absolutely. Because, like, isn't that same phone call where they're also fighting over dessert? Because yes. dad's cholesterol is high, so if he's got to start eating tofu stuff. <laughs> cholesterol
0: over 300. You're basically a solid. Yeah. Like, they're so great. So,
1: um, she's, she agrees to start working for George. Yeah. And first day on the job, second day on the job, probably first day, she's coming up to him to talk to him about some stuff. And he has her choose. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> yeah. which of these envelopes work better? And she's like, "What's the difference? There's no difference between them." He's like, "This one has a linen finish, and this one has I forget what it is,
0: a, a watermark something." Yeah, it's a watermark, and, and and she yeah she she points out they like oh well it's completely wasteful and denuding millions of trees, but it's like and this completely non recyclable paper, but sure. And she goes, "Okay, hang on." She licks them,
1: like licks the, the like, yeah, envelope like, to yeah, see the seal, the seal to see how it tastes. And she goes, "This one tastes better, or this one doesn't taste as bad." Basically,
0: yeah, and doesn't taste as bad. Goes,
1: I've asked 30 people that, and that's the first time I've gotten that answer. Yeah. And suddenly he is addicted to her opinions. Oh, yeah. Like, um, it's like he's never, no one sees the world like Lucy, and he wants to see the world like Lucy sees the world.
0: Yeah. Um, because
1: she thinks of the practical. Yeah, absolutely. And and he's never had that in his life. Ever. Ever. No. He's never had someone who thinks just practically.
0: And I love um, that aspect
1: of this friendship that that's quickly developing. Yeah
0: um i I want to like rewind just a little bit because there, it's it's one of those, it's not so much like important for for like the plot of the movie or like moving like the it forward or anything, but there's a there's a little blip of a scene in here and it's right before she it's right before she's talking to her parents about the job and it's she is wandering around outside mm-hmm. at Coney Island and uh you know at the community center and looking at you know all of these things that she's explained to george you know the the seniors taekwondo and you know the the kids with the swimming lessons and all Mm -hmm. that and and she's watching just the community interact with this center and they paved paradise to put a parking lot and the fact (laughs) that they like i had forgotten that that (laughs) That is what I wanted to talk about. It is one of my favorite moments in the movie that they use the Counting Crows cover of Joni Mitchell's Big Yellow Taxi. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, you. Brilliant bastards. Like, I was so happy. Like, it is, it is a, it's perfect. There. Like, there was ever a scene in a movie to yeah. use that song. Yeah. This is the one. And yeah. I was literally just like, oh my God. I'm going to say this for a movie
1: that's essentially about real estate and people with billions of dollars already. Yeah. They made it really, like, understandable. Yeah. Where Lucy is coming from as a character, where George is coming from. Yeah. Like, it is probably the least boring real estate movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, I understood why things were happening the way they were happening. Everything makes sense in this movie when it comes to well, it's, yeah. contracts and things yeah. like that. Like, like I understand. So many times I'm watching movies that have, like, big multi-billion dollar things happening. And I'm like, okay, so they're having a meeting about a thing. I get it. I don't need yeah. to care. I'm moving on. So, So the fact that we have it grounded in this very mm-hmm. real, like, very real building... Mm-hmm. That, that we get to see frequently, like it it is constantly in the background. Yeah. Shots with her parents, it is a huge piece of who she is mm-hmm. and who and, and what her mission is. Yeah, I love that aspect of it. Like, yeah, it's, this movie we've we've already said at the beginning. We don't think this is the best movie ever made by any stretch of the imagination. It's it's it, okay as a story. This, but there are masterful things done in the background to remind you right. of, of the stakes I, and the cost.
0: I think if you're not, there's something about this movie that feels clunky to me. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't quite put my finger on it, but there is. There is, absolutely, yeah. But there's something, in the same breath,
1: there's something very good and, and well yeah. done in the filmmaking. There are several good filmmaking elements in this movie yes. that I love when yes. it comes to shots and music. And... Like the
0: subtle background things, I really love those. It's, it's like finding like like a really great pearl in the middle of a really terrible fanfic. Okay, let's play <laughs> it on me. I'm excited. It's weird. I, I just, just watched, your entire oh, body change. and it's it
1: great. I'll probably end up cutting half of this because <laughs> I don't know if it'll work. But I watched a video last night. There's a, there's a guy, guy's called Passion of the Nerd on YouTube. I've talked yes, to you about it. Off, yes, yes, I'm aware. Head. I really enjoy him. You should watch his videos if you've seen Buffy and Angel. He does some really cool exploratory stuff. Mm-hmm. He is going episode by episode through the series. It's taking a long time because he takes time to yes, videos. and there's a lot of episodes. Yeah, and he's only on season four of Buffy. Wow, and season okay. one of Angel. He does them like episodes. Wow, like episode. that's right, I'd forgotten Yeah, that. He, he releases like maybe two a month at the most. Which sometimes, is understandable, yeah. Sometimes not even that much, just because life gets in the way.
0: And videos and take a while.
1: They're just fantastic videos. Yeah. Like, if you if you enjoy Buffy or Angel, I always tell people this is such an interesting, mm-hmm. if you like yeah. cerebral thought. So he just did one on one of my least favorite episodes, and, and he admits it's one of the worst Buffy episodes. It's called Where the Wild Things Are. <laughs> Wait, I'm trying to remember. That's no. the one where they get caught in a poltergeist sex...
0: That house. one, yeah, really bad. That really one. bad okay. episodes. So I don't know why when you said where the all things like my I I thought beer bad. Yeah, no, not I beer bad. Like, no, no, that's no. earlier. That's earlier. Yeah,
1: this is an episode like if you've never seen Buffy, this particular episode, she and her now boyfriend, who's a military guy, kind of gets stuck in this weird sex magic loop. Um, it's it's a very it's, like his video explains better. It's all over the place but yes but there are elements in the episode that are so good there are character elements because you have these characters named this character named Xan not Xander uh, you have Anya which is Xander's girlfriend Anya and Spike having some of their first like alone mm-hmm. alone time on screen together and yeah. they are two of the funniest characters in the show really and like are. there are shots that are excellent mm-hmm. there are like there's a shot where they're having sex and the camera pulls out and it's just this bed in the middle, of <laughs> this blackness, and it's a beautiful shot. Like the, the actual. Like, I know. Sorry, what's happening? It was, happening. Just, it was just the use of the phrase
0: "pulling out" when talking about <laughs> sex. Very, sorry. very.
1: Ha ha ha. Zoom out. <laughs> <laughs> just almost anyway, but so the, the, there's just beautiful shots. But all of other than that one shot, all of the good stuff in the episode is the character side stuff. Yeah, and I feel like that applies to this movie the good stuff is the not the not necessarily the romance part of this movie mm-hmm. the good stuff is the stuff around that and like the friendship and mm-hmm. and stuff like that which i we both talked about before and we think plays a huge part in romance but but there's not necessarily that heat there's this beautiful friendship yep. and there's all of these side things like the parents mm-hmm. and and the way that that all works and the way the music yeah. works and some of the shots that are that makes it better it's better than <laughs> The whole is not as good as some of its parts.
0: Yes, exactly. That's what I'm trying to with, s- get at. With this one, I, Like that definitely applies to it. But I want, like, it almost feels like for, for all the rom-coms that we've watched, mm-hmm. um, and using, once again, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days as our, mm-hmm. as our low bar. Um, so far, that is our lowest so bar. So far, that's our lowest bar. Uh, we have plenty of other potentially bad ones on the list. We just haven't gotten to it yeah. yet. But... This one feels to me like we actually have decently developed characters. Yes, like the care—it's—it's it's like the characters are great. It's just maybe not the whole of the story. Yeah. is worthy of that. Of it, that. It's character almost like we're missing even a few scenes because I—I don't feel like you ever get a
1: scene other than the it's later on in the movie. But when when they at the at the benefit maybe is where, but you never really get a scene where George has this moment. Of right. realizing his feelings Right And I think that's missing
0: I, Yes I will say Like my The scene at the benefit I'm Oh like, god that's it, beautiful Yes th- All of that is Like I love That is probably the thing that I remember most about this movie Like just all of that Like one of like you've, you've got the perfection of Nora Jones The nearness of you mm-hmm. playing mm-hmm. And like I have been in love with that song for mm-hmm. years before I ever like heard Nora Jones do it. And then that became like the version for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, like I shit, I just used it in a fic recently. So, yeah, that's right. um, and to be fair, that moment was largely in- inspired by this scene. I hadn't thought of it that way. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <That's okay>. yeah. <laughs> Full circle. But, yeah. But, but it's, yeah, well, yeah. It does feel like we needed something more because we have in that scene, we have the briefest of moments of that realization of like him kind of having the mm-hmm. wow moment mm-hmm. with Lucy. And then June barges in
1: <gasps> June barges in could be the
0: subtitle of the yes. movie. <laughs> Two weeks notice: colon, June barges in. She's the worst. Um, we'll get there, but she's will. the worst. But she, but she barges in like, oh, Lucy, I her chest blah blah blah, and and distracts from the moment. And you think, well, maybe they'll, maybe it will recover, and like they'll have, yeah, like they'll pick it up again. Yeah. But she spills June. She spilled, spills the beans. Yeah, she spills the beans about the community center being torn down, and they never recover. They can't. They can't. Well, and then even when they couldn't recover, June is still there to yes, barge exactly. in, and be in the way.
1: Yeah, and, and and like we're jumping so far over. With I know. This, but we, I don't the, care. this is what we do. Yeah, but like because there's something about there, there's something missing in this movie, and I don't think it's I don't think it's it, it's anyone's fault. I think it's done very well, but there's it's like there's a a puzzle piece missing. Yes, that they they we went from A to C and we missed B. Yeah. Like, we don't get to see how they get to the end. How they both come to the realizations they come to.
0: Yes, exactly. Uh, It's just... It's... We're shown, but it's like... Basically, it's like we were given a flashlight to see
1: with. Yeah, they don't show enough. Yeah. Because I don't think... Honestly, we don't get enough from George's perspective on anything. I don't think it do either. George is the is is uh, between the two, George is much more flat than she is, but it makes yes. sense why when when you think about the fact that he has no expectations
0: and Right. He, yeah, that and kind of to stuff. be but, fair, like if there was ever going to be a flat character, it would be George. Yeah. yeah. Just just because like he's a, like he's essentially like, you know, that that billionaire playboy. Yeah. With You know, no added. No real responsibilities. Yeah, with no responsibilities at all. Yeah. So to go actually back to the movie, <laughs> right? Now that we've gotten off. Uh, she starts making decisions for him because he yeah, knows we've her got tip. the mattress shopping. I think my, my notes, <laughs> my notes, literally just say envelope licking, mattress shopping, date phone call. <laughs> the date
1: phone call is what I was going to focus on for a second. I freaking love the moment when she's like, "Go back to high school and live up to your potential." Don't. He's got so much baggage. Just go home. Oh yeah. Don't worry about him. Forget about him. Live up to your potential. Yes. Like, That moment makes me so happy It every time. And George is like, what did you do? George, I'm going to bed. We have a divorce case in the morning. Goodbye.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Which I have to point out, this is one of the few moments where we see just how much, I'm trying to think of the right word, how much they like like each other. Mm Mm-hmm. Even though, like, there are times you can tell they hate each other. She is not unaware of his baggage. Yes. Well, it's because while, like, you know, like, she runs his date off and he, you know, and she mentions we get, we have to get up early for a divorce case in the morning. And he's like, oh, yes, okay. I was like, i was thinking, strategy. And, and he, he's like, I was thinking, like, some, you know... Quiet, like machine gun type sobs, and he demonstrates. And she has a moment of just like shaking her head, and like she genuinely smiles. And it's mm-hmm. just like, good night, George.
1: There are a number of times in this movie where I think the other one is about to bust. Yes. Like that scene is that, where she smiles genuinely. There's a couple of scenes between Hugh and Sandra that I think they're trying it's- to make the other one lose it.
0: It could be well beca- the boat because, scene in particular. <laughs> the, to me, like yeah, that the boat scene, I legitimately wondered like how much of that was just ad libbed. Yeah, like there's nothing on IMDb trivia about. Yeah, there's it, but bit, yeah. I wondered, um, but it's it's one of those moments where, like her, like that smile that she gives, it it's letting it's sort of telegraphing that. That there's an affection. Yeah, there's that, genuine affection. That there is a genuine affection, even though they might not always like each other at any given moment. Yes. That there is something deeper there. Yes. Um, and I just, I loved that little hit.
1: Yeah. Of it. And and so then we have the divorce case next morning. And this is, see, this is where I got my little hit of, of their feelings for each other. Because... His ex wife, he's gonna give her when, whatever. She, when the
0: wife calls him, when, calls her a stupid mimbo. and he starts, to, he
1: starts to like stand up for. Him. He's like, she's not stupid. But then she, the, the ex wife, throws the water at her. He immediately takes care of her. Yes. Like, as much as George is not a great guy. Yeah. He does try to take care of her mm-hmm. repeatedly throughout the film. He does. And I appreciate that. He's like, this is a mostly clean handkerchief. Just here you yeah. go. Like <laughs> I'm take it,
0: care of like, it. Here's his handkerchief. It's
1: very she's, clean. She's panicking. Like she, yeah, there's water up my nose. Like I can't, she can't calm down. Yeah. And so he is like, okay, it's all right. Just, just slow down. Like he, he is immediately there mm-hmm. for her in a way that we have never seen him be there for someone yet. Mm-hmm. Like that is one of the first times we really see him, be there for someone and granted it's yeah. his own fault it happened yeah but at the same time he did not like no one would ever believe that he was trying to get her and hurt. oh no not at all like he was like i'm gonna pay the alimony it doesn't matter and i love how offended that lucy is she's like why did you even ask me to come to this basically like why did you even hire me? You were just yeah. going to do what you wanted to do. What's the point? Right. And he points out she's a bit of a snob because she only wants to give money to what she wants to give yeah, money to. Yeah, she,
0: she she points out. He know, po- points out the hypocrisy. Yeah, idea. she she you know she tells him like why didn't why don't you give the money to someone who's not going to spend it on collagen? And he says, well, see, that's interesting. You only want me to be generous to, to those you approve of. Yeah. Um and then it's at that point that he like he, he buys a kebab and he gives the guy a hundred dollars. Yeah. Keep the change. Yeah. And she's just like, What
1: is what is wrong with <sighs> Like you just see that moment of like, Oh my gosh and then she's still she drops the money into the coffee cup of a guy who looks homeless, like, yeah. from her perspective. She's like, oh, I, was, I thought you were needy. I'm like, my one cup of coffee a day and you ruined it. And, and
0: George just comes back and takes her away. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, There, I love there that. are times, it's like, it definitely feels like he's trying to shield her from herself. Yeah, he's he yeah. is. And,
1: like, it's like we said, like, that that is such a good friendship thing yes. that we see in this movie. Because the next thing that really happens is the wedding. She, we're at Meryl's wedding. Why well, before
0: that we, like they he he makes her go shopping with him? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's where like he tells her that he want that that he thinks that she should help him try to find his next wife. And I I it's one of my favorite lines in the entire movie is where like she she tells him Harvard doesn't have a degree in yenta. Yeah. <laughs> so like, like I'm not here to help like I'm not here to find you a wife or pick out your clothes. And um and she immediately, and she eventually just like drops his clothes and leaves because she's yeah, dead. and because yeah, that that's when you know she tells him you know like my dad worked for Martin Luther King, my mom is a law professor, you know like I was raised to be like lawyers should be treated with this with respect, and that's something you don't show me, mm-hmm. and, and he doesn't. That's very true. He doesn't, and it's yeah, it's after that that we yeah. have him. So then him we see her,
1: We see the wedding going on of Marilyn Tom, and and she is like I think the maid of honor because yeah. where she's standing. So, yeah, she's, like, the maid of honor, and, number one, her phone should not have been on. Agreed. Speaking as as someone who's been a bridesmaid and a bride, no. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, yeah, so her phone rings in the middle of the service. It says emergency on the message, so she runs out of the service. Mm -hmm. She's like, I love you, this is beautiful, I have to go by, and, like, takes off. No. Only for him to need help picking out clothes.
0: Yeah, because he's going to be judging a beauty. Yeah and that's a pageant and, yeah
1: and she tells her she's like i know i gave you a memo on this on what constitutes an emergency <laughs> yes and she lists like four things and like one of them is bleeding one of them is death and she's like that
0: that is it nothing else Constance yeah an oh the, the three things it's meteor yeah me- la- yeah large meteor um loss of blood and like and death yeah <laughs> That's it. Those, <laughs> those are the only things those are that the constitute three, yeah, an emergency. Those, those are the three things.
1: And that's when like they have a really cool conversation, but then she gives him her two weeks notice. She's done. Yeah. like, <laughs> consider this my two weeks notice. I'm done after this. The whole time she's talking, she is actually picking out the outfit for him. She
0: she's picking out the outfit for him and and she's talking about things that like he has interrupted and like yeah. ruined for her. You're like the wedding, and I can't remember if there's something else but, like, the note... she She can't sleep at night because she's afraid she, he's gonna call. Yeah, that even... It's, like, even nights when you don't call, I dream about you calling. Yeah. And... And like, not in a good way. I think about you in the shower. That, that's, that's later. later yeah, right. that's later. Um... But, like, <laughs> she throws in and it's one of those, like, wait, 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 let's expound on that, but she just throws it away in this, in this conversation of that he once barged in on her woman's doctor's appointment. Yeah, yeah. Like... <laughs> The fuck, dude? <laughs> like,
1: he barged in because he needed to know which picture to for go People with. Magazine. For People Magazine. People Magazine. I'm just like, I would murder. Boundaries. He doesn't have any. No. Not with her. With everyone else, he does. But not with her. No. And and there's just something about, like, the way that they're drawn to each other. Mm-hmm. And so then uh, she gives her two weeks' notice And she's like, I'm going to look for another job. I think the other thing I didn't (laughs) mention that I wanted to mention as she was going into the hotel to check on him to find out what's wrong. Oh, that she's on a first name basis with everybody? She has a first name basis with every member of the staff. I love Um, that. That's one of those little like character things. Yes. He is too, if you pay attention. Mm. Oh, he is. Like as much as like, because she then tells him during that conversation that he's the most selfish human being on the planet. That's just ridiculous. Have you met everyone on the planet? But that's not even completely true. No. He's selfish with her, mm-hmm. but he is not and, with anyone else. Like right. he is and actually very good to people. He
0: is, and he he tells her like during this whole back and forth they've got going on, is that. Um, like, with him being selfish with her, he tells her, before you came into my life, I was capable of making all kinds of decisions, but now, like, or now I can't. I'm addicted. I have to know what you think.
1: Yeah. Which is, is trying to give us the, the like, hint that there's underlying things. hmm I don't know. It's like he can't admit it to himself. Mm-hmm. Because she, someone like her would never want someone
0: like him maybe like because he has some self-esteem and he he did point out like when howard was telling him to hire a real lawyer he said um what was the line i've got it here he says women of that level of intellectual ability often find me shallow yeah so that i think it's he thinks that somebody has expectations of him to be a certain way and so that's how he's going to be yeah like, so, because somebody has an expectation of him. So, like I said, she
1: gives her two weeks' notice. She's mm-hmm. like, consider this my two weeks' notice. I'm done. Mm-hmm. And I love it. she walks out. He's like, I still don't have a shirt. And she just keeps going. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, then So he, then she goes to interview.
0: Yeah. And she's he, been blackballed. Yep. He, he blackballs her. Everywhere. In the industry. And when she confronts him about it, it's because she... She... The contract that she drew up um, states that she, um that until the work on the Island Towers is completed, that he has the right to prevent her from seeking other employment. Yep. And she even says it to her parents. <laughs> I love it. Because I, like, I love her dad. He's just going back and forth. And he's just like, "This no, this is great. Like, the, this contract. Houdini could not get out of this contract. Good job. It's ironclad. Yeah. And then meanwhile, her mother. And, and her mother is kind of...
1: I don't know. You get to the point with her, with your her, mo- her mother, especially like later with some of the stuff that mm-hmm. that Lucy says. Her mother it won't let this go. She's a dog with a bone. She's like, you never should have worked from the first place. This is your own fault. You never should have worked from the first. That's great, mom. That's really not helpful or constructive at this moment in time. Yeah. Well, it's but that's who her mom is. That that's the relationship she and her mom her, have.
0: Her mom is very. You get the idea that her mom is demanding and somewhat unforgiving, mm-hmm. and so. For, like, for Lucy, who you kind of, based on what you see of her parents and knowing what how she is as a character, you get the idea that she leans a little bit more toward being, like, her dad. Yeah. And while her dad can put up with with how her mother is, it's harder for her. Well, because her mom puts expectations on her. Yes. W- yeah. Which they talk about later. It's it's an interesting dichotomy of that, for Lucy, she's somebody who is burdened with the weight of too many expectations. Yeah. And- George has none. Exactly.
1: Yeah. But So, yeah, they... She agrees to stay, and he's... But then she's... Her dad <laughs> says something like, unless you so deliberately... Yeah, it's like,
0: there's there's no way of getting out of this, like, short of deliberately trying to get fired. And, like... And she tries. Mom, but, like, she
1: tries so pitifully. Like, it's, it's so obvious. It's
0: half-hearted at best. Because it's
1: like she says later, you know, this is the first time in my entire life I haven't given a thousand percent on the job, and I, hate I hated it. it. And so... Finally, George, like after this disastrous meeting with her with, with his brother, mm-hmm. he like he gives in. He's like, Okay, find a replacement and
0: And train them for a couple of weeks. And I won't make you, yes, I, and I, I'll I'll let you go. I'll let you go.
1: And <laughs> that's when we have the really awkward like hair again cut and the zipper moment that's just really that awkward. It I, doesn't
0: it really doesn't fit. Yeah. There there are There are a few moments in this movie that I fast-forwarded through that is one of them. See, it it just didn't fit. Like, it didn't bother me. It just didn't fit. I was like, because it'd be one thing,
1: because I could see that legitimately happening in certain instances. Like, she bends over to... I would rather it have happened in his office. Yeah. Or something like that. She's in the men's restroom. Yeah. Because they were having a discussion, and that's fine. But, like, they were having this awkward long hug, and it was a really cool moment.
0: Yeah. And her earring or something like falls her, out. Her earring falls out. She bends down to pick it
1: up, and, like, her hair gets caught. Who doesn't step back? Like, yeah. I'm sorry. Why did he not... Like, it just doesn't make sense, I guess.
0: There, the, that's one, one of, of ones... It's one of the moments in this movie that feels contrived. Like, it feels yeah, it forced. Fe- fully contrived, yeah. And it's, it's just one of those moments where... And it's, it didn't do anything. It's the type of humor that I think it doesn't fit with what the rest of this movie is. One, well, it doesn't do anything for the plot. Like yeah. this, everyone knows that they're not together. Even Howard doesn't
1: really believe that that's happening. Yeah, exactly. So like everyone knows they're not together. So why in the world would that even be there? Now, yeah. if it was something that was going to like crop up and be a problem. That would be interesting. Yeah, it's like, like,
0: it seems like it was a moment that was just meant to be because, because Sandra Bullock does awkward comedy sometimes. Yeah. And she does it well. She does but... it well. Um, it feels like this was just meant to be like, oh, we have this tool in the toolbox, let's use it. Yeah. And it feels wholly out of place. Yeah, it just doesn't belong like, in this movie. It's like, it should have stopped at the hug.
1: Cut. So then we go to the, de- the breaking ground ceremony on the towers. Mm-hmm. And,
0: and George meets mom. The meeting of the parents... It's and, wonderful. Like, dad is great. Oh yeah.
1: Mom doesn't even speak to the man.
0: Oh no. It's just a glare. And it's the most terrifying glare I have ever mm-hmm. seen. And it's just, it's one of those things that Dana Ivy does so well. She she's a really great character actress, and I've seen her in a bunch of things. And and this is one that stands out for me. And it's just because she is such like a formidable ball buster. Yeah. So and dad invites him over for cake. Yeah, like it's just, it's just
1: <laughs> the dichotomy between the two. is Yes, great. absolutely. But so then they go, so they up. She takes um, George up to the roof, mm-hmm. and this is one of those moments where their banter made me like it's so natural. Mm-hmm. Like she's telling him about stuff, and he's mm-hmm. like, the, just the two of them back and forth. There's a like he's like your mother's terrifying.
0: No, okay, I have that line. It's my abs- one of my favorite yeah. lines in this entire movie. He's talk She she mentions, you know, like her she's they're talking about her parents and you know, she mentions her mother and he goes, oh, yeah, "Yes, she's terrified. I thought she was going to kill me and feed me to the poor." I have killed me, and feed me <laughs> to the poor. And and like there's something about that banter of the two of them walking
1: across the the rooftop and then just like perching and look and looking around. Yeah, and, and there's something about that banter that I find really enjoyable. Yeah. Like, I like the friendship aspect of, that it denotes. It's, the the way that they speak to each other. They do not speak to anyone else that way.
0: Absolutely. It's it's a moment where they're both unguarded. Yes. Like they're and they're both and Lucy is actually for the first time because we you know, we see her she's the type of person who like you see her through this movie kind of putting up defenses mm-hmm. to be able to do her job and to be able to get through. And and be this sort of like whirlwind of justice that she is, yes. you see her having to put up defenses. And this is a moment where she lets all of that she lowers all of that and and is actually vulnerable. Yeah. Because you know, because she's telling it, like she's being like yeah, this completely is... honest about the the thing, you know, she has issues with her mother. And well, and this is the
1: point where she talks about the expectations, and he's like, yeah. well, that's better than having no expectations. Yeah. That's better than no one expecting anything from yeah. you. And it's so telling about both of them. hmm And it's, like, I love that character moment. Like I said, there's lots of really good yeah. things in this that just, like, miss a beat later yeah. on. But, yeah, so... Then, after that, they start interviewing
0: new lawyers. Going, going back to what we were talking to, like, with, with some of talking about with some of the awkward and like things we could do without the whole thing with Polly. Yeah. Yeah. I can do, yeah, without, that. I can do without that. Yeah.
1: It, like I watched it, but it, this is going to sound horrible. It didn't affect me one way or the other. I was just like, okay, this, this is Hugh Grant doing the Hugh Grant awkward comedy that Hugh Grant does. Yes. And, Cause like he has that awkward, like talking comedy and she has the awkward physical comedy. He,
0: ten- yeah, he tends to like people who have a touch of verbal diarrhea sometimes. Yes. yes. And and like, and I got that. It's just, it, it, it's the re, same thing. Rewatching it. Yeah. It just
1: like, I, why? For me, it's the same thing as the scene in the bathroom. Like it didn't need to exist. It
0: didn't at all. The
1: only good thing about it is the throwback to it at the end of the movie. I actually really enjoy where she's like, congratulate me. Congratulate I'm me. go like, oh, I'm
0: not falling for that. Yeah.
1: I, I enjoyed that. like, like a little bit just because I liked the idea that there was someone there that connected to them, but it was totally unnecessary. Yeah. It was. It doesn't add anything. And and like that's the biggest problem I think that that's I think where this movie really suffers is they throw in stuff that doesn't add anything and we lose stuff that we need. Yes. So like they interview her, but I didn't even write that yeah, down. Yeah, I literally
0: just and have Polly.
1: They go to lunch.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this is that. Yeah. yeah. This this is another one of those moments, and and it's something that's so brilliant. So subtly done. Yes, it's so so. Like I said, so good. There's brilliant little things. Yes, like all oh, this. It's like where this movie is good. It's really good. Yeah, but there's just enough potholes to like. Yeah, to make it a bumpy ride. Yeah, it's, and because like so, what we're talking about is they sit down to
1: lunch and they both made their orders. They've they've ordered they've ordered the same thing and they immediately start taking the stuff off the plate without ever missing a beat in their no. sentences. They start taking off the other person's plate because like she doesn't like beat and he doesn't like the cheese, I guess, on top. There's something it, on top. It's, yeah, it's some sort of topping, yeah. And, like, he leaves a beat, and she's like, oh, beat, beat, beat. And so he takes it. Yeah. But, like, there's there's no need for conversation. Like, it's like they're, something they're Josh talking, and I were yeah. talking about um, th- last night. We were talking about a, a certain actor and actress in a show, but how they can look at each other, and with a, less than a quirk of an eyebrow, you know that they knew what the other one was thinking. Mm-hmm. and. As, it's in the show Person of Interest. Okay, um, it's the 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 character. Oh man, I can't remember the actor's name. I was just curious
0: if it, if it was anybody that I knew because no, I was like, Jim we're going to pause this podcast. No, it's
1: Jim Caviezel playing the main guy. But then it's man, I can't remember her name right now. But she plays Zoe on Person of Interest, and and there's like I can't remember her name. I'm blanking, but that's fine. But like, there's only woman I know. Person of
0: interest is Amy Acker.
1: Yeah, she's not a regular. She's only in like five or six episodes. But the episode she's in. There's something about, like, the way she and Cavizel can play off each other. Yeah. And, like, you buy that they just looked at each other and nobody moved a muscle except for, like, they just kind of, like, did a half a head tilt. Mm-hmm. And they both knew, okay, we're going to do this. And they go and mm-hmm. do it. And, and, like, there's something about, there's something in that same vein mm-hmm. with with George and Lucy that they don't have to ask. Like, they, they can, they have an innate understanding of each other. Like, I'm sure the salad thing is born out of a year of going to meetings together. Yeah. But they also have an innate understanding of each other. Yeah. That is it's, super interesting. And it's
0: something, it's something that comes with, it's something that comes with being close to somebody. Yes. And like, not just knowing somebody, but being close with them. Yes. You know, I like, I I had a friend when we like in high school that like, I can't remember what it was. There was something, there was something that she didn't like. Um, I can't I've, Damn it, it's gonna drive me crazy. But like whenever um like whatever they served in the cafeteria, mm-hmm. it was like basically it was like I hated pears. And so anytime we got pears with lunch, like I just automatically handed them over to her because mm-hmm. I knew she loved them. And anytime, like, you know, like shit, I can't even remember what it was, but like there was something that I loved, and like immediately, mm-hmm. like if it was on the menu, she'd just like walk past the table, like drop it onto my tray and like keep moving. Yeah. It's just my it's sister just, and I, yeah. Though. Um anytime <laughs> Anytime my mom has anything where, like, mushrooms are even remotely close to her food, she automatically takes them and gives them to me.
1: <laughs> um, Your mom's a smart woman.
0: <laughs> my mom does not know what she's missing. <laughs> Apparently, I don't either, but that's fine. But, but my sister does the
1: same thing yeah. with uh, coleslaw. Right. Any, any, any time she, oh, she yeah. Goes, she loves fried chicken, and so she goes to, like— different fried chicken places and they give her coleslaw and she just drops it on my plate. I did the same thing with different things that I know she likes that I don't. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's that it's, closeness. Like Kim and I grew up together. So right. of course we know we also had family dinner every night. So we know right. what it's, the two. Yeah.
0: Like I was saying, it's something that's, you know, it isn't just born out of knowing somebody it's being close yeah. to where, like when you see this thing, you think of that person. Yeah. And know. Yeah. Um, and it's just inherent that you that you do this thing now. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and so then we get um, the scene where she is... Facing. Ansel breaks up. Ansel breaks Ansel up with Ansel her. Ansel breaks up with her. Um, and she... Finally. Yeah. Ansel breaks up with her because he wants her to come on the Greenpeace boat with him. And she doesn't like and boats. And she doesn't like boats. And... George has to remedy that, so he has her on he job. He cancels his plans. Like yes. he's
1: supposed to go play tennis, and he immediately is like, "I yes. will cancel. Uh, we're going to take care of this problem." Like, yeah. I'm going to be your friend right now. He is her shoulder. Yes, and I like. Th- there's that moment where she's he, she's like, "What's wrong with me?" He goes, "Well, right now, you know, several was it several bottles of alcohol well, or yeah. something." But there's also oh, yeah. uh, like, what
0: it, like? What's wrong with me right now? Some large
1: quantities of alcohol. That's yeah. what it is. And yeah, but they also, he also knows all of her exes, even though she's only been with Ansel since she's been with him. Yeah. He knows about all of her exes. hmm And he can talk to her about them without it being a thing. Yeah. Like, he's not jealous of them. He thinks they're idiots, but he's not jealous of them. Right. And and like later, he sees as they ran Birkenstock their Birkenstock clad feet away. But yeah, I, I but like when she later. almost falls down the stairs, he is immediately like yeah. once again protecting her, like trying to help her. He, yeah, that is, that is she has done so much for him. It's like he's always trying to to help her too because he he sees the what inequality in their relationship <laughs> and he doesn't like it.
0: Yeah, I I will say as much as this scene drags a little too much for me. Mm-hmm. Cause like once we start getting into the whole like Bobcat pretzel thing, yeah. I'm like, we could have trimmed like three minutes out of this, but um, there's something about that scene where there, it seems like she is just trying to break him. Like it really, bit.
1: cause see, I felt like he was trying to do that to her in the, um, when they're picking out a mattress. Yeah. And he's like, oh it bounces. And, and like you can see Sandra Bullock is like two <laughs> seconds for breaking. Same- and I felt like hugh was like two seconds for breaking a couple of times in this in this particular scene. Yeah,
0: but at the same time, I feel like you don't play that kind of chicken with a Brit just because it's like most of the time it was like they have a sense of decorum that most people never will <laughs> like, but he, he did look
1: like he was like trying not to laugh and i don't yeah. know if that was george or if that was hugh and that's good acting so
0: <laughs> yeah i like i'm not gonna the her wearing like the like <laughs> the yellow windbreaker <laughs> and like this like huge life jacket like while they're like like they aren't even out at nope. sea they're they, like they're docked but it's that to me is hysterical yeah that is the funniest thing about that, that scene that sight gag me. is gorgeous it's yeah it's it's fantastic and oh and i also love um i also love like that the, there's a dude playing keyboard on the yacht and and George just, like, walks up and tips him. Yeah. Yeah, like, I love it. That's just who George is. Yeah. Like, it's, it's so... It's telling. There, there's a movie, we're never going to watch it for this podcast, um, but it's one of my favorite movies I've ever called My Blue Heaven, mm-hmm. uh, with uh, Steve Martin, Rick Moranis, Joan Cusack, and a ton, ton of other people. And Steve Martin's character, he's, um, he's a mob informant, like, he's in the Witness Protection Program, and so he's in, like straight-up, like, Midwestern suburbia. But he's a New York mobster. And so he sticks out, like, a sore thumb. And he goes around, like, tipping everybody for everything. Like, he tries to tip his FBI agent. Like, Like... And I kept thinking about that during this movie. It's because he keeps saying to... Rick Moranis' character is like no 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 it's not the tipping i believe in it's the over tipping <laughs> like it literally tips everybody for everything like tip like tries to tip like the kid who's bagging his groceries like tries to yeah like i kept thinking about that in this movie <laughs> um
1: but so then she kisses him yeah and i love i kind of this is another this is that part there's a piece missing here, because we don't really get to see George react to the kiss. Not, Not really. really, Because she Cause, passes out immediately after. Yes. And so, that could have been a moment where George is like, oh, I could have feelings for this person, but it's brushed aside the and, next day so quickly. Well,
0: because we have, like, her passing out, yeah. and then he and his chauffeur, like, get her back. <laughs> right. And this, it feels... <laughs> it feels like they sacrificed romance for comedy. Yes. Yes. That's the thing. Because we have this moment where he and his chauffeur, like like they carry her, they carry Mm -hmm. her in, like put her on a couch and, and they're talking about, you know, Oh, she looks, you know, she looks peaceful, kind of like a doll when she's sleeping and like, and you have a flicker of, of some kind of emotion on like with George's face Mm -hmm. But then it's completely brushed aside because she starts snoring. Yes, and so it immediately like any real sentimentality that we could have had. Yes. at several points during this movie, it's complete. It's
1: stomped exactly. on for the laugh. You, you hit the nail on the head. They they sacrifice romance for comedy, and I don't have a problem with that. Some of the time, like there are sometimes that's really great. But well, and but sometimes and like we
0: talked about like. The proposal—it's not just like a romance. It's a freaking hysterical movie. But they don't sacrifice. They don't sacrifice like the moment, mom,
1: like the moments to throw back to the proposal when yeah. he's laying on the floor and she's in bed and they're talking about their yes. family. They don't end it with a fart joke. No, like, they, they, because <laughs> yeah. it, that's a real moment. And so that I think that's—I think you hit the nail on the head. Like I think that's what Yay. it is. Like, I'm giraffe dancing for them. But yeah, so the next day he—he is really nice about it. Like, he just brushes aside. He, he yeah. teases her for a oh, second.
0: Oh, I wanted, yeah. I, wa- I sorry, I had a note, and I wanted mm-hmm. to, uh, I wanted to bring it up. When, like, when they're going through the list of all of her exes and, like, talking about, like, you know, oh, well, maybe, maybe it's just me, and blah, 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 and, like, i like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do, or whatever, um, and he, he points out, like, you know, that maybe she should get in touch with her feminine side and soften up her appearance, and, um, and she points out that she had a, that she she's not going to spend hours on her hair and like doing you know uh, putting on animal tested animal tested makeup products like to be the um, male fantasy cupid doll, unless I really like the guy. Yeah, unless like, I really like. It, yeah. I love that little aside. <laughs> that, right. Unless I have to. I, mean, I have to really like the guy. Yeah, it's just it's one of those things. Like I understand and like especially for two thousand two. Yeah. I get, like, why that line would be in this movie, but I'm like, why? Why does it matter? But see, ultimately,
1: at the end of the day, that's the, that's the thing. He falls for her not because of what she looks like. Yeah, I know. And, like, that is a bit of the message in this, is that it doesn't, like... Right. The, the right person for you doesn't necessarily mean the person that looks the way you expect someone mm-hmm. to look.
0: But it's, it's because of that line, why later at the benefit... Yes. Why, like, because she has like, dress more feminine. So she really likes the guy. Yeah. And so, like, it's why, like, that has, it's a little more poignant. See, I didn't think about that until after I finished the movie. Because at that point, I was like,
1: well, yeah, she has to dress up as a benefit. Like, she has to do this. It's not a it's not a want-to thing. It's a has-to thing. Yeah. But, yeah, that's, that is an interesting point. Yeah, the... the (laughs) I don't love that it's in there, but I get why it's in there. Yeah, like it, it is because see, it, like to flashback to Miss Congeniality, that's a defining thing in Miss Congeniality is her character doesn't care about her looks. Mm-hmm. They are important only insofar as they help her get the job done. Even Miss Congeniality two, at first she has gone, mm-hmm. she is going back to the way she looks, and I don't know if we're going to cover Miss Congeniality or not. We haven't really talked about it. I don't know. I think it's on our list, but we haven't really talked about it. Yeah. But at the end of that movie, when Benjamin, Benjamin Bratt is hitting on her, because. Because that's one thing I don't like about, too, is it completely...
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. We we have had anyway. this conversation. Anyway, <laughs> but at the
1: end of that movie, Benjamin Bratt says, we get back and you get ugly again. Mm-hmm. Like, he wants her to know this isn't just because you're right. hot. Like, I like that aspect mm-hmm. of it. And I feel like George tries with that. Like Like, there's some semblance of that with George. It's just they sacrifice some of the romance of it for the comedy of it. Yeah. And so, um. yeah, that's, yeah. But yeah, so then he, I like the way he handled it the next morning. Like, when she's, like, clearly having never hello, like, this really big, oh, yeah. and she's like, I'm going to kill you. Although there's this really cute moment, <laughs> yeah. like, blink and you miss it moment of her playing with the baby <laughs> next to her. That's super cute. Yeah, and I don't know if that was, like, actually happening on the sidelines that I record, because it was just a really cute moment mm-hmm. that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, That's a lot, of, that's the thing.
0: There's all these moments that don't mean anything. It's like, why? I know. But anyway, so <laughs> there are definitely times in this movie where you feel a bit like a conspiracy theorist with like the red string yeah, wall trying to yeah. like connect things to give them more importance yeah. than they actually have.
1: But then he's like, "She's like, we didn't do anything." He goes, "Well, not physically, but but spiritually, we were the best, best I ever, ever had." had. <laughs> I
0: loved that line. It's it's, it's one the one of delivery mo- of that line. It's it's one of those mo- because Hugh Grant has a thing where he's able to be simultaneously droll and charming. Yeah. Like at, like at the same time. And this is one of those moments. Yeah. Just, just that delivery of the, but spiritually you were the best i ever had. Yeah. I love it. Um, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a bittersweet interaction Mm -hmm. in some ways. Yeah. Because she can't decide if she's glad or not. And neither can he, I don't think. Yeah, I know. It's, it's one of this. It's one of those little scenes that actually kind of fascinates me about yeah. this movie. And like, there's something more there we just aren't like. like, I said, like we've said, they just they don't explore it in depth yes. enough. So yeah, um, then we meet June. She's a good applicant. She gets along with George. <laughs> she she quotes the article that Lucy helped like supply quotes to. What I dislike about her is that she feels she feels like a
1: kiss up in in a yes. bad way. In yes. a really negative way. Because, like, I'll, I'll get there in a second. But so Lucy's obviously a bit jealous of how well June is getting along with George. Because they go to the Mets game, Lucy and George do. <laughs> yeah. And that's when she finds out that, oh, he went out for a drink with June. And he's setting June up in his hotel. And mm-hmm. she she's a little
0: annoyed by it. Like Right. That, that, I, that, I love the Mets game. <laughs> like, it's one of, it is one of my favorite. Part- well, because it's another one of those moments where, where... Like, Lucy's not like it's when the crowd starts booing her. Um, and like, and she's up on the, um, the monitor. The monitor. I can't remember what it's called. Jumbotron. Jumbotron, yeah. There we go. Um, it's so where she's up on the Jumbo Tron and like, and the entire stadium is booing her. And she's just like, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's great. And, and it just, he has this moment where like, he just looks over at her and he has like the biggest grin on his face. Yeah. There are moments where you know that they have
1: feelings for each other. It's yeah. just, we never get an aha moment. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's the point. Maybe sometimes maybe. you fall in love with your best friend. And didn't realize it when Harry met well, Sally. And the, and- <laughs>
0: Like the tagline said, a, a comedy about love at last glance. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just one of those touches that, like, I absolutely yeah. love. So, um, uh, and oh, uh, after that, it's it's tennis.
1: Yeah, we get the tennis thing, and then uh, there's something about like. The tennis scene's hilarious. Like that's one of the best comedy bits in the movie I,
0: for me. I, I love the moment where she she's like like I, I could have a concussion, like somebody asked me questions. He's like, uh, name the Supreme Court justices and like she runs through like, Is that right? How should I know? Yeah. That's great.
1: I love that part. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so
0: and then she overeats
1: because she's seeing she's all that happen.
0: Ten. Yeah, because- and we- She's seen she's seen George like up close and personal, yeah. like with June. Half of this scene is unnecessary
1: yes. of what comes next. Yes. But I like part of it. <laughs> in a okay, so basically what happens is her stomach gets upset because she ate yeah. too much. But there's this conversation between her and George in the car that's really great. George is driving her home because she doesn't I, feel well.
0: Yes. I enjoy up until, like, I'm fine with it until the moment they get out, until they get out of the car. I actually like that moment, and I'll tell you why. (laughs) Because, like, he
1: basically, they can't, she needs to go to the bathroom, and it's bad. And he's like, okay, well, like, there's no exit I can take, we're stuck in traffic, oh, look, there's an RV. So they get out of the car and they start running for the RV. Here's what I like about that scene. I don't necessarily like the scene. Once again, it's the George protective angle. Right. George is going to make sure that she gets whatever she needs. Even if it means him paying $1,000 to somebody that he's never met before so she can use their bathroom. See, for me, that scene needs to end when they walk into the trailer. Yes. For me. Like, I don't need the rest of
0: that scene. It, it, it comes from, for me, I don't care for bathroom humor. I don't either. That, the, and, and so... The, the only thing I took from that scene is
1: the, yeah. like if she had been hurt and bleeding, and there was a first aid stand right there, I'd have liked it just as well. Right. Like it me, I would have liked it more
0: for me. It's one of those moments. Like it feels unnecessary. It's again, it's, they could have cut that scene in, in half. They could have cut it in. They could have done several different things. They they could have cut it in half. They could have cut it in thirds and given us more of what we feel like we're missing. Yeah. Instead, like we have a pro, we have a protracted scene of her about to shit herself.
1: Yeah. And I'm not great with that. I don't love that. That's not my favorite. Like, I don't like that part. But I like his attitude toward it, which is, yeah. I'm going to, like, first he tries to distract her, like, by talking about different things. And then that's not working. So then he's like, okay, well, I, you know, I'll take the exit second. Oh, crap, we're stuck in traffic. It's going to be, like, at least 20, 20 30 minutes for you get back to the city. Yeah. Uh, and then, oh, look, like, it's also the man thing, which is I'm going to find a solution to this yeah. problem. <laughs> which amuses me. But he, when she falls and gets hurt, he picks her up and carries her. Mm-hmm. Like, that is who George is. Yeah. With Lucy. He is. She is the only one who has any expectations of him, so he is going to meet and surpass those. Yes. And so, like as much as I think that the bathroom humor is unnecessary, yeah. I it's enjoy like, the character thing it says. I
0: I see your point. That's, I still yeah. hate. I, the yeah, scene. I don't and love like, it. It's 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 the second time in the movie that I fast forwarded it through. Yeah, I understand. Um, but, but then so, the, because traffic starts moving, the RV that yeah. like, gets caught up in the traffic. They keep going. Her car is left. Yeah, her car is, is left to be towed. So they're somewhere, random. Like they're they're yeah. dropped off at like a, a strip mall, and so he calls for a helicopter. I
1: love the helicopter ride. I do. It's one of the things. That's the thing I remember from this movie. Mm-hmm. For me, is that moment when yeah. they're talking about architecture, flying around New York. Mm-hmm. And it's yes, I know it's what a green screen and money can do. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's I know amazing it's a, what dreams and money can do, yeah. Yeah, and I know it's a green screen scene and all that, but... <laughs> yeah. It's blatantly green screen.
0: Yeah, I didn't care that much back in 2002.
1: This exactly. time, I'm like,
0: oh. <laughs> but
1: I, I really enjoyed... He discovered something new about her. Yes. And, like, I enjoy the way that that interplay works between the two. Like, there's just something about that scene that I really enjoy. I almost wish that that, <laughs> that was the romantic climax of the movie. Mm-hmm. Because I think it would have made more sense. Yeah, I mean, I love whatever. I love the the carnival, like I, or not the carnival, but the the benefit. the benefit. I actually really enjoy a lot of stuff in that. I I wish we had more of the benefit. Yeah, exactly. Then we go back to work, and June plays Wade like a violin, like she plays George, George like a violin, yeah. and gets herself invited. She acts like it's a date. He implied it was a group thing, mm. and like this is why I don't like June because it feels like she's trying like. Because later on, she says, I'm keeping my professional and personal separate, which is baloney.
0: Oh, it absolutely is.
1: Like, that is crap. That is complete and utter crap. You have been after his pants since you walked in the building. Mm -hmm. So don't pretend otherwise. Like, that's what I don't like is that she doesn't get called to the carpet for that crap. It's
0: like, like, like I said, it's like she's trying to split the difference and be, or at least it's how June is presented to the audience is that she's one to split the difference of being... Um, like the competent lawyer that Howard demands, uh-huh. and like the bimbo that George goes after. Yeah, and I think that is totally unnecessary. Agreed. I would have enjoyed it more. I think. Yeah. If that aspect wasn't played up. To To be fair, though, we also we have to have like if we're going to have somebody who's going to be a foil for Lucy, like she's someone who has to be presented as like being capable. Yeah. Like but, I don't feel uh, like she's presented it, as being capable. I like. I feel like she is. Like they just say, like she just doesn't have. Like she, her resume looked great. She just didn't have enough. Like I think
1: it would have worked better for me. This sound mm-hmm. weird. If she had come off at be as being as not as good as Lucy, because that would be bad for the movie. Yeah. But competent, and that was what attracted. Like
0: that was what. It's <laughs> like if she didn't fish for everything. Right. I, that's again, what I, me off. I think. I think it's it's part of that. What we feel like we're missing. I guess like because to me, like compared to everybody else in this movie, like, like, and how like, a lot of the other characters feel more well rounded. mm -hmm. June feels like a paper doll to me. She feels like she fits whatever role she needs to fit for the scene. Exactly. But yeah, so Lucy
1: is obviously hurt when when June tells her, oh, I'm going as his date. So Lucy, no, no,
0: no, 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 no! No, she never. She said
1: he asked me to go. She
0: which she's, implies she says George invited me to the benefit tonight, and oh, I don't know what I'm going to wear with him.
1: She says with him, George invited me to go with him to the benefit tonight, which implies okay. date because I I listened for that because okay. I was intentionally listening for that. So Lucy's a little hurt, yeah, because that was G- George and she were going together, but fine, mm-hmm. it wasn't a date, no big deal. I don't need a ride. I'll come on my own. Goodbye. And walks out of work. And George, poor George is so confused. He really is. He's like, he's clueless. Yeah. I have a little bit of the. I haven't given a speech without her in a year. I don't know what to do. But so then we get a scene with Meryl and and her uh, Mm -hmm. at the, uh, like at lunch, Meryl and Lucy. And like, Now, she goes, I never liked you and do anything alone. Now I'm married and I'll never be alone again. (laughs) Like, the
0: dead stare. Yeah. It's one of those things that Heather Burns is just good at. Oh, I love it. It was so funny. Um, But during this, we also get Howard... Oh, random. Sorry. I think that's the other thing that I... I wish
1: Meryl was in this movie more. Yes! Because that's the only time we really get... Lucy's feelings because she's never going to reveal to her parents how she really feels. Absolutely, and George doesn't have anyone like that. No, he doesn't. He only has Lucy, and that's why we're missing something. Yes, because there's no one he needs. We have his driver, but he doesn't. His driver's an idiot. His driver lives with his mama. He a dummy. (laughs) And and to be fair, George understands that. Yes, like George doesn't listen to a lick of his advice. (laughs) Yes, but. But yeah, like we're missing that like that friend aspect that you need outside of the romance because you need yes. someone to go, "Okay, you know you like this guy, right? Like that's what you need."
0: Yeah, exactly. Is someone to kick
1: him in the in the butt and go, "Hey, you know that there that you're this is complicated." See, yeah, because
0: the the only like the only person in this movie who would point that out to anybody would be Lucy's mother, but she's not going to point it out in a way that anybody wants. Well, and she
1: doesn't want George anywhere near her daughter, yeah, I know. so even if she could, she wouldn't. Yeah. But, yeah, so then
0: they're at the, uh... Well, first we have... Yeah. We, we have Howard... Calls George to... Yeah. call. Yeah, tells George that, that the costs of Island Tower are skyrocketing and that it's going to be cheaper to just demolish the community center and tells him to do whatever he has to do to close the deal or he's going to be fired from the company.
1: And... George tries to fight like he actually does does. he's like I made this agreement that's the only reason we even got this in the first place Mm because we agreed to keep the community center he's like yeah well we said we intended to we never said we would and I'm like hmm Lucy should have drafted that contract because then they wouldn't have a choice and like you know the economy is is which it was at the time like everything Mm -hmm. was, was beginning to go into a recession and and in 2002 it was
0: getting ready to like like the I think yeah it was it, was, it was still several years away but it was this was also in like very soon post 9-11 yeah so
1: that's something interesting with this movie
0: too yeah like I don't, you read the you read the yes, trivia I did read the trivia yeah because like the
1: to go off like to talk about it for just a second this originally was going to be filmed in toronto Because it's cheaper to film in Canada. And Sandra Bullock said, no, this is a New York movie. We're going to New York. Mm -hmm. It was, like, the first big movie to go film in New York post-9-11. It revitalized some of the economy. I think that is super cool. Yeah. I I just got, like, I was such a nerd about that whenever I was reading Mm -hmm. it earlier. (laughs) But anyway.
0: Yeah, I'm like, it it is... And things like that happen all the time. Yeah. With, you know, sometimes it's just you can't find something, like... Yeah. For cheaper or... Anyway, so, yeah, so Howard is going to knock down the building and George tries to fight it. Yes, George, George
1: does. It doesn't. Howard, that's when Howard pulls the, yeah, I'll fire you and take your stock options. You'll have nothing. Mm-hmm. He'll, he'll, as he says in the movie, he's got some. He's he's not a complete demo. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, he hasn't spent everything he got. <laughs> right. And also, he owns hotels. You can't, like, he's, yeah. he's doing something with that, at least. but
0: he, he He's not, yeah. He's still going to be on the Monopoly board in yeah. some way. Yeah, so um, then
1: uh, we go to the benefit.
0: My next note is, ugh, Trump. There's a cameo. I, the third moment in this movie that I fast-forwarded through. It reminds you that he's really not an actor, I, but that's about
1: it. I can, yeah. Honestly, it reminds you he's not an actor, and that's about it. But... uh he just goes to go try to steal June. That's that's it. And I'm like, take her. Take her, please. Just
0: go. I, no, I would not wish that on anybody. Not even her. It's a complication in my movie. Let
1: me do what I want. But anyway, I do No. As, as Trump leaves the bar is when George looks across and there is the beautiful Sandra Bullock in one of the most... Beautiful dresses. She's so pretty. I love that freaking dress. I do because like the bottom of it, the way it, oh, I just mm-hmm. love it. <laughs> it's like the theme of the the theme of the party is like
0: circus. Yeah, it, it's it's to benefit the children. Yeah, a children's the Children's League. I think is what it's called. I can't Something remember like it's that. that. It, but it's for a children's charity, yes. and so so it's like you get the idea. Like it's like it's a black tie event, but there's supposed to be an element of whimsy to it. And so George is wearing like this overlarge tie. <laughs> I love that tie. I know it's so good. It like hangs to
1: his knees. Yeah, it's it's, it's
0: an overlarge tie and yeah, it it hangs down like well below his waist. June is wearing a top hat. Interestingly, Howard and his wife are not. I know. They hate
1: it. They don't want to be there. They hate this. Yeah. We give them money, isn't that enough?
0: Yeah, it's like, you get the idea. Like it it's yeah. ob- like it's not mandatory. Well, but just but... the two
1: of them you it tells you a lot about Howard and his wife. Mm-hmm. Like you already have learned a lot about them. They're only in like five he's only in like maybe four or five scenes in the movie. Yeah. But this gives you like another huge piece of who they are mm-hmm. as a couple. He wants to throw money at it and I apologize. He wants to throw money at it and be able to ignore it and she mm-hmm. and she doesn't care. Like yeah. the, they are a society couple who are only together because society says they have to be. Mm-hmm. Which I I had forgotten about that until we were talking mm-hmm. about it just now, but it says a lot about a couple. Yeah. To me.
0: Um, but we have, we have Lucy in her, in her gorgeous dress. And she looks fantastic. Like yeah. that's one of Sandra Bullock's best dresses. I think. Yeah. It's, it's great.
1: The way her hair is done. Oh, it's just so cute. Anyway.
0: Yeah. The
1: <laughs> um, George can't even speak. Like that's no, he, can't. He, he, for the first time in this movie, George cannot find the words because she has taken, his, mm-hmm. has literally taken his words. Yeah.
0: Away. I was like, I have my notice that, um, hold on. I'm trying to read my handwriting. We have like my note, literally my note for the benefit is yay. Nora Jones evening gown. Lucy feels George speechless. <laughs> um, but it's, they do have, it's, there's a whole unspoken conversation that's happening between yes. the two of them. And, and you know, she kind of makes the joke. She's like, Oh, but wait, 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 you haven't seen the best part. And she puts like, she puts a, she puts on clown a big, nose, yeah, yeah, she puts on a big red clown nose. And he he just has this moment of, I love the way that he's looking at her uh-huh. and says, you know, well, on normal occasions, yes. And he reaches up and he takes the nose off of her and he's like, but now not so much.
1: And they're having this moment. And we think, here it comes. Here yeah. it comes. And June, June barges in. <laughs> I'm telling you, subtitle. June barges in. Anyway.
0: <laughs> June's the biggest cock flock in this movie.
1: June is the worst. So June drops the big bomb. We said that earlier about the mm-hmm. community center. Yeah, she and the Lucy leaves. is
0: like, "Excuse
1: me, we have to talk," and like drags George away.
0: Yeah, she, they they
1: have. I love that the mime makes them dance. <laughs> the mime's like, "You're on the dance floor." Like he, he does that thing we all want to do, and pushes his two favorite characters together. <laughs> now kiss. <yes. Yes. laughs> <laughs> but but so they have this fight on the dance floor about like she's like, "You promised me." They have the, they have a fight, and, and he's like, "I tried." Howard's not going to listen. Yeah. And she's she basically says he's not it, – it, it doesn't matter
0: about Howard. That's not the point. It's basically what it amounts to is that she accuses him of being weak-willed and not being able yeah. to stand up for him And anything. that he has potential, he refuses to live up to. Yes, exactly. Which is a recurring refrain. See, yep. and we're
1: missing – anyway, I'll get there. <laughs> I feel like that is a left-off thing that never gets resolved, and it uh-huh. makes me angry. Uh-huh. Anyway. Oh, I so, agree. So then – we have George. Chess. George and June go home and play chess. Yeah, because which they're really playing chess. But that's see, that's the other thing. They kiss on the elevator and they go up there to play chess, and then the next day she has the cojones to say that she kept personal and private separate. Oh yeah, I know. Like it's, you, it's bullshit. You have no leg to stand on. Yeah, and so when and Lucy's like, okay, she's calmed down. She goes over to talk to George. Mm-hmm. She's like, we haven't finished this. We're going to finish this discussion now. And fricking demo is pulling <laughs> is pulling beer out of the fridge, and it's clearly not their first one based on how she's walking.
0: Yeah, well, and June is in a bra and slip,
1: bra and slip, and George comes out in boxers, a and, sock, and and a, the oversized tie and, and a dress shirt, <laughs> and a dress, dress shirt, shirt, yeah. But yeah, and and so she's like, oh, um, bye. Yeah, no, I've got well, somebody she... waiting at home for me too. I'm done. Yeah, which doesn't like I get why she was jealous and wanted to throw something at. I get it. He would get jealous, and that's not how he rolls. No, it's like (sighs) it was unnecessary. Yes, I. It was unnecessary for me. Um, but so so yeah, Lucy leaves and goes to Meryl and cries, and I love that part. My favorite part of that though is when you know. Meryl says all this sweet stuff about Tom. And then Tom leans out the window. It's like, is everything okay? Not everything's
0: about you, Tom! Tom.
1: And he just, okay, and ducks back in the window. (laughs) I love Admit it. That's something that would happen in our lives. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I'm just just saying. I love my husband. That would 100% happen.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, like, not just... (laughs) <laughs> Not just you and Josh, but like any of our friends, like, like any of our married people, yes. friends. Yes. Like I can absolutely, especially with Kim and her husband. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah. Like oh, I, I, have witnessed Kim throwing corn on the cob at people, like who aren't her husband. So like I can just imagine what goes down. Um, but so then we get uh, that the
1: goodbye party for yeah. For so her, Lucy, which is eh, the the only thing in that that's worth talking about for me is the stapler fight. Yeah, <laughs> because well, that's when that's when it comes up. And Lucy said, like Lucy calls her on her hypocrisy when she says she keeps she likes to keep professional professional separate. Oh,
0: you didn't look so professional last night when you were in your slip. Yeah, and
1: yeah. it may have been a catty thing to say, but also at that point, she kind of stole her best friend away. Yeah. And, and like you get catty when something that happens mm-hmm. and she was being just as petty. Oh, I don't want to say anything, but um, isn't that a company stapler? I'm like, it. who cares? It, George the- would give her the building if she wanted it. Shut up. Absolutely. And so then it's- <laughs> I feel like the part where George walked in while they're fighting, he goes, all we're missing is the mud <laughs> and then separates them. Yeah. Because, like, her, the guy who worked for Lucy does
0: it. He just watches it. He stops somebody. I can't remember that actor's name. But like, I've seen him in a bunch of stuff, and he always cracks me up. But, and then, George
1: kind of drags Lucy into the other room. Into the break room, yeah. And they, they, this is where they go at it. Yeah. And Lucy is still really hurt about the night before, and can't admit it. And George, that's when George pulls the thing of why all of her boyfriends run away is because she is
0: too yeah. perfect. Yeah, I've, I've got, I have some of that. Um, the one, I also have the line. Like, I think he says to her, like. It's like you must have some feelings, and it's like he's trying to broach. Yeah, he's trying way. to actually do it nicely. He's like, yeah. you must have some feelings about what happened last night. Yeah, and I, and he wants to explain,
1: and she's like, Are you going to tear down the community center? Yeah, I'm going to tear down the community center? Like I am not dealing with personal crap right now. Yeah, and like
0: not ready. Um, he, he like he tells her, um, you know why he's going to have to, con- you know, why this thing is have- going to have to go ahead. And He's you know I can't control the economy. I can't control my brother. I did promise, and I did let you down. Um, when he goes on and tells her, like, you're too perfect, you're too wonderful. That's probably why all these other guys bolted as fast as their broken socks could carry them. You're intolerable. No one wants to be preached to. You're a saint. Saints are boring. No one, yep. I, I loved that. Like,
1: I wrote down the saints are boring line. Yeah. And, like, Lucy is, Lucy is done. Like, yeah. she, she leaves. Or, or does he leave? I don't remember. Well, anyway. All that matters is that one of them storms out, and that's... <laughs> and wait, Lucy's back at her parents, and she's ordering from Mister Wong. <laughs> yes,
0: Wong. Yes, Mister Wong. Um, yes, Mister Wong. Just I'm back with my parents. Yep, just just for one. And um, it, it, I do love. I didn't take. I didn't take any of it down, but I do love the conversation that she has with her dad. Yeah, the next day. Yeah. Um, because they're getting ready to tear down the community. They're somewhere. getting ready to tear it down, and he's you know he's basically telling like okay. Well, let Let's go pick up our. Let's go pick up our, our signs, So we have, we have some look, protesting yeah, to have do. We have some protesting to do. And she's like, ah, I think I'm going to sit this one out. I'm going to work. Yeah. Like I, I have a job to do. And, and he's like, but you know, th- that's not how we raised you. And, and, you know, and he, he talks about,
1: what if we'd quit during civil rights or women's suffrage, suffrage or equal ho- or fair housing? Yeah, yeah. You know, all of these things we did, you can't just quit.
0: Yeah. And, and I do love like he, <laughs> and it's a, it's weirdly the line that I remember the most from this movie where she she's talking about basically like in veiled terms, like talking about, you know, like what, like what happened with George of, of, you know, like how he had promised to do this thing. And then it just fell through. Mm And, and, you know, it's like, and I don't need people like that or blah, blah, blah. She's like, I can't see another building knocked down. Yeah. And and that, (laughs) yeah. But I, I do love like her, what her, like her dad ends up saying is, um, Basically, like, metaphor of you know, like how people can change. <laughs> yeah, it's the line that sticks out to me, and I don't know why I always remember it. Where he says, you know, it's like, well, you know, just look at me. I'm sitting here eating a slice of cheesecake that's made entirely out of soy. I hate it, but I'm eating it. <laughs> like, just yep. yeah, just this whole metaphor, like for people can change. Yeah, and I, it sticks out to me for some reason. Like said, it is literally the line that I remember from this movie above all others. <laughs> And so, so we, then we we see George going to have to make a speech. Yes.
1: And then we flashback to Lucy at Legal Aid. Yes. And she's helping someone uh, who's who's having some problems. But George comes in mm-hmm. and reads her the speech that he made. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I literally have just in all capital letters, the speech in my yeah, notes. Yeah, and, and it is the, the moment in the movie. And like I said, there's a couple of things about it that don't pack a great punch.
0: Yeah, I... This speech is a little long for me. Yeah, um, but there, there's some. I like. I have some of it here. Actually, I, I have screen caps of it. I wanted to. There's, there's a couple. There's a couple of really good lines. Yeah, there's a couple of really good lines. Like, um, I do love the bit of you see. I gave my word to someone that we wouldn't knock down this building behind me. Um, uh, it's like blah 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 blah. My word doesn't mean much. Um, so I said this time partly because this building is an architectural gem and deserves to be landmarked and partly because the people who really do need a place to practice seniors water ballet and CPR, um, uh, mainly because this person, despite being unusually stubborn and unwilling to compromise and a very poor dresser is, she's rather like the building she loves so much, a little rough around the edges, but when you look closely, absolutely beautiful and the only one of her kind
1: yeah that's a good line yeah that's a good line but then he goes and i didn't sleep. like he ends the speech yeah, like, and i didn't yeah. sleep with um, and you're
0: like no 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 he goes, that's yeah that's not I, in the speech i just felt yeah, like yeah the, the last like, that's another moment where they right. step well, on the anyway sorry to say the last little bit because we had it's a little bit of a throwback to earlier when they were up on earlier in the movie when they were on the roof um lucy talking about for better or for worse her mother has become the voice in her <laughs> head pushing her that. on and and towards the end of his speech george says um you know, and even though I've said cruel things and driven her away, she's become the voice in my head, and I can't seem to drown her out, and I don't want to drown her out. Like, and so we're going to keep the community center. And then because I gave her my word and because we gave our word to the community, and then he throws in and I didn't sleep with June. Yeah, I up to the
1: end I didn't sleep with June part, I loved that. And I understand why you said it and why it was why it needed to be said. Yeah. But it it felt like it was stomping on because then he goes, that it, wasn't the speech. I just thought you needed to know. It needed a moment to breathe. Yeah, it, it it broke the it made made light of everything that just happened. But yeah, so it needed a bit of
0: levity there. Right. And, and yeah, because he he tells or like, didn't need the levity, rather. It, yeah, after the you know, and we gave word to the community. It needed a moment. It needed a beat. It needed a second to breathe, and and then he rushes in with, or oh, I didn't sleep with June. That's not the speech. It's just me letting you know that. So what do you think? And, and her reply is, I have to get back to work. And she's very teary. Like, it's yeah. very, like, it's good. And the acting is good. I just felt like the dialogue was rushed.
1: Yeah. And so she, he leaves. He goes, oh, okay. Yeah. And he walks out and she lets
0: him go. And then Polly, who works there. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is one of my favorite responses to, like, a big, like, grand romantic, yeah. romantic gesture is, Lucy, like after he leaves, Lucy says, "Aside from the split infinitive that was somewhere in the middle, that speech was actually quite perfect, wasn't it?" And Polly, yeah. <laughs> Polly, who's there, says, "Yeah, I don't even know what the hell you're still doing here, and I don't even like him." Yeah, I don't even like
1: him. And so she gets up yeah. and chases
0: him down so in the street. We, yeah, and we they have, have their we, ha- kiss. we have what I what I termed the reverse rom com chase because it's yeah. rarely the woman chasing the man. Yeah,
1: but then they, as they go to kiss, he, before they can kiss, he's like, "Wait, just so you know." I resigned, and so yeah. I'm, I'm poor. And by poor, I mean we'll have to share a helicopter with another family. right? So, so he's yeah,
0: not, like, broke by any stretch right. of anybody's imagination. He, um... Yeah, there, there's a couple of lines, like, after she, um, like, when she catches up with him, you know, she's telling him, you know, like, uh, you know, I want to try and change, you know, like, I believe people can change, and, like, she's just, like, now she has the verbal diarrhea. Which is perfect, here Yeah, now. which is perfect. And, like, and he just, like, basically reaches up and just, like, and just her lips closed. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I, do love that. You know, and he he shushes her and tells her, you know, that he says, you know, I'm in love with you. And she admits that she's in yep. love with him too, and that's when you know, like he tells her like you know he's resigned from the company, and the line of you know well as long as I don't have to work for you, we'll be fine. Yeah, and then we go to them ordering Chinese. Yeah, it's like she, I, I love all of the random crap that he's doing in the background. He's like, it's a good thing your parents went to the movie. We wouldn't have been able to squeeze this all in. Like, <laughs> I can get across this, this apartment in six, six steps. Sec- yeah. yeah, I can get across this apartment in six seconds. Watch
1: one, two, two. and then he fades out as she's. And then she finally is, like, she's ordering from Mr. Wong yeah. while this is all happening, and she's pausing to listen to him, and she grins at everything he says. He's like, no, this is for two. Yep, and then finally, <laughs> yeah, finally, the end, and that's, that's where the movie ends. Yeah. And it's a cute, like, it's a cute movie. I don't hate it. Yeah, I don't either. It's just, I don't know, there's something about it that, like we said, they, they sacrifice some of the good moments, some of the, like, mm-hmm. character stuff for comedy and Sandra Bullock and Hugh Grant can do drama and they're, they're sacrificing a lot of that for comedy. And I mean, that's fine. Like Mm -hmm. I said,
0: there's just something clunky about it. Like you said earlier. Yeah. For both of them being so kind of prolific in the rom-com genre, this movie is definitely not my favorite for either of them. Yeah, absolutely not. (laughs) Um, so do they stay together? <laughs> I have a really hard time believing that they do, unless, like, people can I, change. <laughs> that's the whole yeah, it's like movies. I know that people, I know that people can change, and and I do believe that that's possible, and I think that they could get there. The thing I don't think that we see enough potential change out of George. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because because we're because we see you know the entire movie. It's like we see Lucy change. But, again, it goes back to that, like, nobody's ever had any expectations for him. And so, I don't know, like, now how, like, with him trying to be in an actual relationship, how that would work. And also, if he's become so, quote-unquote, like, addicted to... to I was going to say codependency issues. Codependency, yeah. I was literally about to say it. Yeah, I was like, I don't know how well that's going to work. Uh,
1: I don't know how well that's going to work for the two of them. Um, Also, they're ideologically opposed on certain things,
0: so I don't know how well that's going to work. So, it's... The, you know, like, the wrong, like the like, the rom-com, like, fanfic version of them, sure.
1: But I don't think they would make it.
0: I, I don't think. This is one of the first times I've said that, but I don't
1: think they would make it. I like, don't think they'd make it either. I think that they would work for a little while, but he, it's just so weird, he's slumming it. Like, that sounds horrible to say, and I don't mean it in a horrible way. I I, I think she does make the change in him, but I don't think that they were changed for each other. Yeah, exactly. They They will be an excellent, like this is how real people relationship moment. Yeah. And and they will love each other and they will, I think move on. I I really do. I could be wrong, but that's what I think. I, and I, like you said, if they really worked at it, they could make it. I just don't know that with with both of their issues. I don't know that they would, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. But anyway, how would you rate this movie? I go three. Yeah.
0: It's,
1: Three was three was like a debate in my head.
0: It yeah, it's no more than a three for me. I'm tempted to knock it down to a two point five because of Trumpeld Silken. <laughs> just because that's fair. <laughs> that's fair.
1: I I I debated about a two five and I actually put it on three because of the charisma of of Hugh Grant yeah, and it's... Seder Bullock. And and I love the friendship aspect. I, like I said, I just feel like we're missing a scene me... where they have an aha moment. <laughs>
0: It almost feels like, like, you were talking about, like, you know, she's changed and he's changed, but, like, it doesn't feel like they've necessarily changed for each other. This movie almost feels like, to me, we have two different people on parallel tracks, and they don't ever quite meet. Yeah. And so... that like, That's the scene we're missing. Yeah. Yeah. It, like, I hate that we don't...
1: I Actually, what I think, how I would have ended this movie, I'm super different.
0: <laughs> I think Love I would Gary. have
1: had Dad talk her into going to the protest. Like, the the quitter talk isn't allowed kind of thing. Yeah. And she goes to the protest, and she hears the speech. Yes, for me that would have worked better. I I agree because that would have been a moment where they could find their eyes could find each other in the crowd, and he could start speaking just to her. Yes, and for me that works better.
0: I agree like I, there's just something about it that that would have been a better ending to, to me. I think that would have been like a much better gesture. Yeah. Like I think like that would have been a much more like sweeping, romantic gesture. Well, and
1: I also um, love the aspect of, cause it feels like she is defeated when she's at legal aid. Like she, a like, little bit, it feels like she is a little bit defeated. And so I like the idea of her, her dad, like rallying, crying yeah. her back to who she is mm-hmm. at her core. And George knows who she is at her core. Yeah, already. Like, he, he's well aware of that. And so seeing her like, like him giving the speech and then walking down and laying down on a mat next to her on the ground <laughs> would have been like, that would have been beautiful. Like, that's what I wanted. Yeah. So Howard could still like that. knock that And see, because he resigned, Howard's still gonna knock that building down, FYI. but Probably. But actually, he did say it in a public speech, so actually, he might be able to get away with it.
0: Now that I think about it, did you watch the very end of the credits? No, I didn't. Okay. I just let them play because, like, I was trying to finish up some notes and
1: everything. So,
0: So, like, the the entire credits play through, and the very end is, um, like, a postcard pops up that says, wish you were here, and it's the Island Towers, and it looks like it's built, like, incorporated the community. Which was the idea. Yeah. Which was George's George's idea. idea. So, so I, cool. I didn't think about that. I didn't I, I see, see that forgotten. part. Of that. But like, I don't
1: know. There's just something about like, what is George going to do now? Like, we don't mm-hmm. have any other. Uh, other what than, would have been another interesting thing? And mm-hmm. I've seen it in other movies. And I'm not mm-hmm. trying to like rain this, okay? Oh God! But like, he needs I a want hobby. To punch you now? Well, he needs a hobby. <laughs> no, I want not, not, I want to punch you now. Not blacksmithing <laughs> swords <laughs> in his attic. <laughs> But he needs a hobby. We need to see that he has a passion for something besides her. Yes. Like, we don't see that. And, like, I think that is another issue with the movie that I have. Other than being the, the like, essentially... No one has any expectations of him, yeah, but we don't ha- see what they should have expectations about. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, like, he seems like he could be a competent businessman, but does he well, like it?
0: We, we see that he has a passion for architecture. Yeah, And that, like... So, he's not in necessarily the wrong business. Yeah. It's just having been relegated to just being the poster boy, like, schmoozer for the party or, like, for the company. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, he definitely, like, he needs something more substantial to do. And that's, you get the idea that being with Lucy would give him some sort of, like, substantive purpose.
1: Yeah. Maybe. And maybe he can give Lucy, like, a reality check every now and again. Yeah. And, and that, that's a good Maybe, thing about them. Maybe yeah. they, like, like we said, if they worked at it, they could probably make it. It's just, will they work at it? Yeah, exactly. So
0: anyway, that's it. For, that's all I have. I, I have nothing else. So uh, since that's it from both of us, uh, that'll get it for this episode of Couch Buddies. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode of Couch Buddies, why not leave us a rating and review over on iTunes? And while you're at it, don't forget to hit the subscribe button on your podcast app so you never miss an episode. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can find us by searching on social media. We're Couch Buddies Pod on Facebook and Twitter, on Tumblr at couchbuddies.tumblr.com, and you can email us at couchbuddiespod at gmail.com.